Section 1 of The Elements of Botany. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Elements of Botany by Asa Gray. Section 1. Introductory. Botany is the name of the science of the vegetable kingdom in general, that is, of plants. Plants may be studied as to their kinds and relationships. This study is systematic botany, an enumeration of the kinds of vegetables, as far as known, classified according to their various degrees of resemblance or difference, constitutes a general system of plants. A similar account of the vegetables of any particular country or district is called a flora. Plants may be studied as to their structure and parts. This is structural botany, or organography. The study of the organs or parts of plants in regard to the different forms and different uses which the same kind of organ may assume, the comparison, for instance, of a flower leaf or a bud scale with a common leaf, is vegetable morphology or morphological botany. The study of the minute structure of the parts, to learn by the microscope what they themselves are formed of, is vegetable anatomy or histology. In other words, it is microscopical structural botany. The study of the actions of plants or of their parts, of the ways in which a plant lives, grows, and acts, is the province of physiological botany or vegetable physiology. This book is to teach the outlines of structural botany and of the simpler parts of the physiology of plants, that it may be known how plants are constructed and adapted to their surroundings, and how they live, move, propagate, and have their being in an existence no less real, although more simple, than that of the animal creation which they support. Particularly, this book is to teach the principles of the structure and relationships of plants, the nature and names of their parts, and their modifications, and so to prepare for the study of systematic botany, in which the learner may ascertain the name and the place in the system of any or all of the ordinary plants within reach, whether wild or cultivated. And in ascertaining the name of any plant, the student, if rightly taught, will come to know all about its general or particular structure, rank, and relationship to other plants. The vegetable kingdom is so vast and various, and the difference is so wide between ordinary trees, shrubs, and herbs on the one hand, and mosses, molds, and such like on the other, that it is hardly possible to frame an intelligible account of plants, as a whole, without contradictions or misstatements, or endless and troublesome qualifications. If we say that plants come from seeds, bear flowers, and have roots, stems, and leaves, this is not true of the lower orders. It is best for the beginner, therefore, to treat of the higher orders of plants by themselves without particular reference to the lower. Let it be understood, accordingly, that there is a higher and a lower series of plants, namely, phanerogamous plants, which come from seed and bear flowers, essentially stamens and pistils, through the cooperation of which seed is produced. For shortness, these are commonly called phanerogams or phenogams, or by the equivalent English name of flowering plants. Cryptogamous plants, or cryptogams, come from minute bodies, which answer to seeds, but are of much simpler structure, and such plants have not stamens and pistils. Therefore, they are called in English flowerless plants. Such are ferns, mosses, algae or seaweeds, fungi, etc., these sorts have each to be studied separately, for each class or order has a plan of its own. But phanerogamous or flowering plants are all constructed on one plan or type, that is, 
taking almost any ordinary herb, shrub, or tree for a pattern, it will exemplify the whole series. The parts of one plant answer to the parts of any other, with only certain differences in particulars. And the occupation and the delight of the scientific botanist is in tracing out this common plan, in detecting the likenesses under all the diversities, and in noting the meaning of these manifold diversities. So the attentive study of any one plant, from its growth out of the seed to the flowering and fruiting state, and the production of seed like to that form from which the plant grew, would not only give a correct general idea of the structure, growth, and characteristics of flowering plants in general, but also serve as a pattern or standard of comparison. Some plants will serve this purpose of a pattern much better than others. A proper pattern will be one that is perfect in the sense of having all the principal parts of a phanerogamous plant, and simple and regular in having these parts free from complications or disguises. The common flax plant may very well serve this purpose. Being an annual, it has the advantage of being easily raised and carried in a short time through its circle of existence from seedling to fruit and seed. End of section 1